I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be the top reasons why men get rejected. Well, I've got a compilation. I think it's about 32 different reasons that I see that are the most common reasons why the average guy gets rejected. Now, this is after having done thousands of hours of coaching sessions from men all over the world answered thousands upon thousands of emails over the years. So this will really give you a good idea of the common things to avoid so instead of getting rejected you actually are able to seduce the women that you've got chances with. Because what I see most often is that guys are just doing things and they don't. a lot of times they don't realize they're doing it and sometimes they do but it's like they can't help themselves and they have it's like so when I talk to them on the phone and they tell me what's going on, what they're doing and saying, I can point out exactly where their behavior is going wrong and what they need to do differently. So before we get into it, I got a quote that I'd like to share with you. And it says, being successful in life is as much about knowing what to do as it is about doing what you know and doing it well. Excellence comes from learning good knowledge from those who know modeling their success, and successfully applying their wisdom. Knowledge is only potential power. If you don't apply what you know, you have no advantage over the person who doesn't even know the knowledge in the first place. Much in the same way that a person who doesn't read any good books has no advantage over the person who can't read them. That's definitely something to think about. So let's get into, uh, let's just go through the list here. I'm going to post this obviously on my website in the actual article so you can go through these items here. And the first one is is talking too much. Because at the end of the day, nature's already taken care of attraction. You like her, she likes you, and then typically what happens is guys just start talking and talking and talking, talking about themselves. They get nervous, they start telling stories. And don't ever take the time to start asking a woman questions, getting to know her and know what she's about or bringing up fun, interesting topics. And literally, she's attracted to you and because you're talking too much and not asking her anything, it's like you literally – and then you talk too long. And then you literally talk her right out of liking you and that's what happens with the average guy. The second one is not getting to the point and dithering. Whether it's setting dates on the phone or just talking and rambling on and never really making something happen. I was talking to a client the other day and he was going. He went through maybe a dozen different scenarios with a dozen different women that he's dated over the past couple of years and where he went wrong. And as I was listening to him on the phone talk, he tends to just go around in circles and as he was sharing – what was going on. He was not getting to the point. He's talking too much on the phone, not actually getting around to a date. And he'd have multiple phone calls, two or three phone calls with a woman before he ever got around to asking them out. And he says, he's, he said, the weird thing was, is these girls were all interested in him to start with. And after, after usually the second or third date, he's doing something to totally screw up his chances. So the second one is not making definite dates or plans. Talking on the phone, you get in the habit of basically becoming her therapist or her gay male girlfriend. Uh, another one is, again, it's talking on the phone too much instead of actually making dates. The next one's talking in circles to mask your interest. You start complimenting a girl on her nails or the way she's dressed, 
And instead of it coming across as being an authentic compliment, what basically comes off is like you're psychoanalyzing her or if you're just rattling off one question after another, the same kind, kinds of questions that she hears all the time instead of asking interesting questions or wanting to know what she's passionate about, what her interests are, the kinds of things that she likes to do for fun. Because like for me personally, those are important questions because I want to hear what her answer is. I want to know what kind of a woman I'm dealing with. I want to know what kind of a sense of humor is. Is she very easygoing? Is she very laid back? Can I pretty much say anything I want to her without her getting offended? Or is she going to feel insecure and offended at pretty much every other word that comes out of my mouth? Or find out whether or not the girl is actually interesting and fun because you don't want to go out on a date with somebody that's just boring. By talking and asking the right kinds of questions up front, like I've talked about, I did a video a couple of weeks ago about good questions to ask that create attraction. In, instead of talking about things that are boring and dull, you can actually go through questions to determine what the girls really like. Because the last thing you want to do is get into like a middle of the date or 10 minutes in on a date and you realize, fuck, this girl's boring. I, I don't like her goals. I don't like her values or I don't care for her lifestyle or the kinds of people that, that she hangs out with. Because, I mean, the idea is that not only you want to find somebody that you're sexually attracted to and who feels the same way, attraction-wise, but, I mean, let's face it, you're not going to be having sex 24-7. Sex, is, as a matter of fact, is going to be a very small part of your relationship when you take into the context of, of how much time you actually spend together. And, and so if you're not having sex and you're hanging out with it, you want to be hanging out with somebody that you really have a great time with it. No matter what you want to do, she's down for it. She's up for it. Or she has things that she likes to do that are fascinating, interesting, and maybe you get interested in those things as well. You want a well-rounded woman. because you know, Especially if you're going to be with somebody for several years, you don't want to get bored after the first week or two. And you see that a lot in restaurants. A lot of older couples are just sitting there, not really, you know, I, I remember recently, I was sitting there and uh, having lunch and the old guy's reading a fucking paper and his wife's right across from him. She's reading a magazine and I don't, I didn't see the only time the two of them spoke the whole time was to talk to their waiter when he came over to, to get their order or whatever. I mean, it's just like, I mean, obviously the romance died in that relationship a long time ago and there's obviously no passion there. They're just kind of hanging out as roommates. They're really more friends or roommates than anything else. The next one is not practicing your pickup or dating skills until you meet the ultimate woman. In other words, guys who read my stuff and they watch all my videos, they read all my articles, but they never talk to anybody. They never go out there and they practice, never practice any of this stuff. So when a woman comes along that just totally knocks their socks off, they just totally freeze up. I had an email from a guy just sat last week that happened. Girl sat down right next to him, started asking questions, opening him up. She was really interested. And he just he just turned into like a piece of petrified wood because he was he was just scared to death inside. And then after a few minutes, she was like, "Wow, there's nothing really happening here." She got up and walked away, and he's all pissed off at himself. And I just said, "It's like, dude, you weren't prepared because you never practiced, and that's what happens." And so the idea, and like the neck that brings up the next one, not being social or friendly. You you want to be friendly and social and talk to people wherever you go. You want to get in the habit of talking to strangers. I was at my chiropractor friend's office today getting some adjustments and one of his new new patients was was after he got done really doing some really good and intense entrainments with her 
And he says this a lot to people. He's like, talk to strangers. I mean, really, because you want to be more present with people. You want to get in the habit of striking up conversations because that way when you meet somebody you really like, it, it's something you do all the time. It's like breathing. You don't have to think about it. But if you just – you don't talk to anybody and you're shy and you don't practice this stuff and then a woman comes along you really like, then you're going to freeze up. And then for the next two weeks, you're going to be kicking yourself because you didn't say anything because you fro froze up. you got to be prepared. The only way you get prepared is to practice. It's like that old quote. I can't remember who said it. It's like most people have the will to win, but few people have the will to prepare to win. So if you want to win with women, you've got to prepare and practice in order to be ready. Next one's poor eye contact and weak body language. Hunched over, having your arms in front of your body, you're holding your beer in front of your chest, nervously banging your change in your pockets or playing with your keys, having your hands in your pocket, sitting in the corner just, you know, just kind of hunched over, you know, like a like a hyena that hasn't eaten a meal in a couple of weeks. You know, you look weird and creepy doing that. Or like eye contact, you know, some guys just have a hard time making eye contact with a woman. If you just look away right away down like that when a girl makes eye contact with you and because women have a lot of confidence, they'll look you and they like you, they'll look you right in the eye and they won't look away and they'll just keep smiling waiting for you to do something. And if you just look away, that communicates submissiveness and a, a total lack of confidence. The next one's communicating directly or indirectly that you expect to be rejected. A lot of guys do that. It's just the things they say, it's like they've kind of presupposed that they're going to get rejected and so they're looking for it and so when they see evidence of it, they confront the girl about it. And all it does is make them look weak and like they don't perceive themselves as having any kind of value and women are going to, that's how they're going to treat you. Being impatient with women or getting upset that they don't do the things that you want them to do. It's like wondering when you're, when she's going to be your girlfriend when you're still on the first, first date or even before you've gotten on the first date or when you can bring that subject up or expecting her to want you more than she does. I mean, it takes time for a woman to fall for you. It's not a process that can be rushed. Women are not light switches. Acting weak, needy, or stalkerish. I mean that. I mean I've talked about that till I'm blue in the face. That's one of the most common ones. Not waiting for women. This is another big one. Not waiting for women to return your phone calls, texts, or emails. If you leave a message for a girl or you text a girl, and a few hours have gone by, or even a few days have gone by, and then you call her again, that's going to communicate that you're weak, and then you got nothing else going on in your life. And when a guy starts doing that, when a girl blows him off, because sometimes women will purposely not call a guy back to see what he does. And especially like when she says, oh, I'll call you tomorrow, and then she doesn't call you tomorrow. Sometimes some women are doing that absolutely on purpose. And then you don't hear from her, and then you call her two or three times. It's like, boom, you're out. That's all it takes to get rejected. Over-pursuing, same thing. Calling too much, texting too much, blowing up her phone. A lot of guys do that. The ratio should be 20 to 30% should be done by the guy initiating wise and 70 to 80% should be done by the woman. And whenever it's out of whack, the woman's attraction never gets to the point where she falls in love with the guy. Not giving women time and space for their attraction to go. Again, it takes time. Women, you know, It's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And while she's – you've got to give her this space and that's, that's what – you know, over-pursuing and those kinds of things – it's like putting a cake in the oven and you keep opening the door every five minutes, you're going to totally ruin the cake when all the, the hot air comes out of the oven. It's the same thing with the sexual tension. Not acting like or being a leader. 
waiting for the woman to make decisions instead of being directing, leading the interaction to a successful conclusion ultimately in the bedroom. It's up to you to do that. Asking women what they want to do instead of inviting them to join you for fun. Plan the date and when she asks you what you're going to do, just say, no, it's none of your business. You'll find out when we get there. i got a great place planned. Women love mysteri- mysterious guys. They love mystery. They love going out on a date and just relaxing and just having a great time and letting the evening unfold. Getting butt hurt when women don't do what you expect, when they don't meet your expectations, getting mad or confronting them or creating awkward moments because in essence you feel needy or insecure that you're going to get rejected. Expecting women to make the date or a first move. You've got to go for the kiss. When she's giving you the body language and signs I talk about in my book, you got to make the first move. You're the man after all. And at the end of the day, sexually, it's up to you to penetrate her. Women are designed to receive us. And that's why when you sit around and you wait for her to make the move, you're in essence acting like another woman instead of a man. Acting phony or inauthentic using bullshit BS pickup lines and then grinning, waiting for her to get a reaction from her, not being congruent with your words, saying one thing, telling her you're going to do one thing, and then you do the complete opposite of that. It causes her to not trust your masculine core. Having no direction or purpose in your life, meaning having no goals, you don't have a career that you're excited about or any kind of a business that you're building. It's like you have just no direction. You're just kind of adrift just dithering through in life and dabbling this, dabbling in that, but not really going after something that's passionate, that makes you feel passionate and alive and excited. Having no life, hobbies, or interests outside of her. Acting submissive or unsure of yourself. Those are feminine qualities. They're not masculine ones. Arguing with her instead of communicating with an adult, like an adult. I see that's really common, especially guys that are in relationships. Not standing up for yourself or setting boundaries, letting her walk all over you. Being too serious instead of being fun and playful. Being negative, complaining, or treating others harshly in front of her, like being a jackass to the waiter or the bartender, or being an asshole. You're going to ruin ruin her interest in you because she's going to perceive you as being an asshole. Talking to your friends about her or what she tells you in confidence. Women want to know that if they tell you something, you're not going to go and blab to everybody. Or when you ask all of your friends advice and you tell them everything that transpired on the dates, especially like when you have friends in common, that she will get back to her. And all it does is make you look weak and, and give her pause to think, well, this guy doesn't really get it. And when a woman senses that, she tends to pull away and test you more. Because when a woman senses that you're strong and you you don't feel weak or needy in any way, you act like a man all the time, they don't test you because they feel comfortable. When they sense weakness, they back away, they become unsure, they're not as affectionate, their body language changes, their arms start to get crossed, they start to cross their legs, they start to lean back instead of leaning forward towards you at, at the dinner table, they stop touching you. I mean, these are things that like literally can happen in an instant. Pushing for commitments, relationships, or relationship labels, boyfriend, girlfriend, trying to lock her down to a commitment. Until a woman is emotionally has emotionally bonded with you, it takes about two solid months of dating, doing almost everything right in order for her to get to the point where she actually wants to be exclusive with you. And when she's there, she'll bring it up. Putting her on a pedestal and acting like you're worthless. 
waiting on her hand and foot, trying to fix her garbage disposal and change the oil in her car, and just basically acting like her do boy and acting, treating her like a celebrity. A lot of guys do that. They really like the girl because when you look at it, the average guy, you know, when they do pretty much most things right with women, they're not really that interested. But when they get around a girl they really like, they put her on a pedestal and like and like she's a celebrity. Then they basically you're always oh I don't I'm not worthy I'm not worthy and you know it's like if you've ever seen any of the paparazzi following some of the actors and actresses and singers and other famous people around you listen to some of the bullshit they go oh you're so pretty and they sound like the biggest fucking nerds if it's just that's what guys do in essence and you get nowhere like that I mean they'll appreciate the compliments and the praise but they're gonna think you're a douchebag and you're not gonna get anywhere because you're not acting like a man. Another thing's changing your opinion to match hers, not standing up for yourself and, and what you believe in. It's like you tell her one thing, then she tells you the exact opposite. Sometimes women will do that too. They'll tell you one thing that they're really in, into or that they like about a guy or that they like about life or a particular type of car or TV show that they watch. And then by the, by the end of it, the guy's totally trashing what he just told her that he really liked because she said she doesn't like it. Because that, that's approval type seeking behavior. And the final one is not, this is really important. I see a lot of guys do this when it comes to trying to seduce her sexually. Not taking two steps forward and then one step back when you encounter resistance. Because a lot of guys, as soon as they encounter resistance or she stops you, it's like they either throw their hands up and they get frustrated with her and angry and like, what's wrong? What's the problem? Instead of just leaning back, chilling, chatting with her, you know, continuing to start ask a few more questions, and then three or four minutes, let three or four minutes go by as you're chatting, and then just saying, "Hey, bring those beautiful lips over here, honey," and she'll smile and she'll lean, and you start kissing, you start making out, and one thing leads to another. And what you'll notice when you do that, it, it, it's because what's happening is when a woman gives you resistance sexually when you're trying to seduce her. It just means that you got to slow the speed down a little bit because what's happening is it's pushing up against her comfort zone and she wants to feel like she can stop you at any point and you'll respect that. And as long as you do, you lean back, you chill out, you start asking questions about other topics, giggling and laughing together again and then a few minutes later, pull her close to you and start making out again and just slowly keep progressing and what you'll notice is each time you'll get a little bit further. It's all about breaking down her barriers and you encounter resistance, you back off, you chill for a few minutes, ask a few more questions. A few minutes later, you go and take a run. Sometimes it may take you 20 minutes, sometimes it may take you 10, and others it may take an hour or two. It, it's more of an art than it is a science, but it's the kind of thing that you gotta practice. Because if you just give up, you know, then it, you're not gonna get anywhere. You're gonna get a really bad case of blue balls. I had a client I was talking to day before yesterday that He's in that situation. This girl's totally into him, but she stopped him every time he gets to a certain point. His hands wander because a lot of guys, what they do is they take their hand and they go right to the pussy or they go right to the boobs instead of just slowly getting there. And sometimes if you, you take your time getting there, she still may stop you. And that's when she stops you, take a step back, chill, chat for a few minutes. And then a little while later, you know, the hand continues to wander. And as she feels comfortable, she feels safe with you and she feels comfortable to open up to receive you, eventually she'll let you take all of her clothes off and watch you take the rest of yours off, strap on your love glove, and give her the old flesh rocket. It's all it takes. 
So if you have a question or a challenge or a topic that you'd like to get my help with personally, go to my website, click the products tab, which will be at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking a paid phone coaching session with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon.